You men might be able to get jobs if you have a lot of courage. Courage? Stranger, if there'd have been a dozen more like us, the South would have won the war. It'll mean work. Work? Gosh, Hexel, you hear that? Well, Barbara, we can swallow our pride for our stomach's sake. The hearty cry of Hi-Yo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. The record of the Lone Ranger's thrilling fight against outlaws and crime will not be found in the written pages of American history. However, the exciting stories of the mysterious phantom figure of the plains, his great horse Silver, and his faithful Indian companion Tonto are as vivid today as they were in the pioneer days of the West. Adventure returns as silver-shod hoofs thunder down the trails of long ago. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Kilmer, old fellow. There's work to be done in Los Palos County. We must hurry. I owe Silver. At the end of the Civil War, Bolivar Bates and Hackshaw Hawkins had driven westward with little to show for their careers as soldiers other than a saddlebag stuffed with worthless Confederate paper money. As our story begins, we see them mounted on a pair of sway-backed horses on the road leading to the capital of the territory. Their uniforms are ragged, their belts tightened to the last notches. I tell you, Hex, all ain't right. Tain't just, that's what it is. What do you want, Bolivar? Look at us. Just look at us. Here we are, two of the finest soldiers that ever followed General Bob Lee. And we ain't got no food, no cash, no prospects. All we got is stomachs so plumb full of emptiness they like to bust. Yeah, and a sack of Confederate paper money. Be useful to build a fire with if we had something to cook when the fire was built. $5,000 worth of Jeff Davis paper money and it won't buy a mess of beans. Bolivar, can't you think of nothing we can do to get something to eat? I'm powerful hungry. You're hungry? So help me, Hexel, if I didn't get blisters riding bareback, I'd eat the saddle off General Sherman here. Hold on a second. 
Here comes a couple of fellows on white horses. They might lend us a hand. One fellow's mad. I ain't particular. Hi there, stranger. Hello, soldier. Stop a minute. Oh, oh, silver. Oh, white fellow. Oh, there. Oh, General Sherman. Oh. General Sherman? Yeah, yes, my horse. He kicked me once when he was in the cavalry, so I up named him after that Yankee. He's seen better days. Mr. General Sherman was once one of the finest horses south of Potomac. Jeb Stewart himself never rode a finer one. Well, you rode with Jeb Stewart? Sure did. Why, stranger, I was Jeb's right-hand man. Yeah, and I was his left. Go on, Bolivar. You might just as well try it once more. Maybe the masked fella and the engine ain't as known as they look. What do you want to ask me? Well, you see, we got a saddlebag full of paper money that we figured we might trade you for silver. Paper money? It's right handsome. Confederate money? Well, what if it is? It's still pretty looking. You can't spend Confederate money now. We found that out, stranger. Shucks, you knew that, eh? Well, Bolivar, I reckon we're going hungry again tonight. I declare, if I don't see food mighty soon, I won't recollect what to do with it. Maybe we may camp here. Yes, Tyler, this place is fine. Wouldn't you men like to camp here with us? We eat food enough to go around. Food? You mean vittles? The real thing? Yes. Mister, we'd be downright ossified without an gratitude. Uh, tonto, tonto, fix him. We'd be right glad to help you in any way we could, Injun, but I'm afraid the sight of food would be so weakening we wouldn't be worth much as helpers. You men might be able to get jobs if you have a lot of courage. Courage? Stranger, if there'd have been a dozen more like us... The South would have won the war. It'll mean work. Work? Gosh, Hexel, you hear that? Well, Barbara, we can swallow our pride for our stomach's sake. Name the job, stranger. We got nerve and courage aplenty. There's been trouble collecting taxes in Los Palmas County. That's so. The ranchers are not in sympathy with the federal government. Men who have been sent out to get the taxes haven't lived long. Oh, I... Gosh, Barbara, how bad do we need that job? Bad enough to take it. Wonder if we can get it. After we've eaten, I'll tell you how to reach the office of Mr. Bradley at Lost Palmas. The Lone Ranger fed the two old veterans, then directed them to Clint Bradley. The masked man and Tonto mounted and rode ahead. That evening, they went to Bradley's home and took cover in the concealing shadows outside, watching the two old men as they meet the tax commissioner. Yes? Your name, Bradley? Yes. Well, shake the hand of Bolivar Bates. That's me. And Hacksaw Hawkins, that's him. Glad to know you. What can I do for you? Well, it ain't what you can do for us. It's what we hanker to do for you. We aim to collect the taxes. Ah, what's the matter? You want to leave this world? We need jobs. Los Palmas people don't like paying taxes to the government. Take a look at what's left of our clothes, Bradley. Maybe we can talk the same kind of language them folks talk. Confederates, eh? And proud of it. Say, uh, you wouldn't want to change some shin plasters for cash, would you? No. If you're really serious about collecting the taxes, you're hired. Come inside and I'll give you the list of names of what each man owes. thought of a plan to aid Bolivar and Hacksaw in the collection of the taxes. The masked man had learned the route the two old soldiers would take, so he and Tonto rode ahead of them. There's the first stop they'll make, Tonto. Barnaby Lee's ranch. Oh. 
We'll go there first. Huh? Yes, and we'll have to make sure the old men aren't too far behind us. Mm. You take care of the horses. Oh, Silver. Oh, oh, oh boy. Oh, take the horses around to the rear of the house. I'll meet you there. Count huh? to Malabar and Hacksaw should be along soon. Them near. Then be here maybe two, three minutes. Very well. I'll meet you later then. Come, Silver. White collar. Open the door, Lee. I want to talk to you. Well? What the... You're covered. Don't move. What's this? A hold up? What do you think? Oh, mercy. Bobby, what's the masked man want? Stay right where you are. Bring out your gold and silver. Oh, Hurry. You mean... Money. Robert. You have money here. You've refused to pay your taxes, so you must have money. I'll relieve you of it. Now, hold on. Let's talk this I have no right. time for talking. Bring out the cash. I'd better get it, Barnaby. There ain't no sense in trying to talk him out of robbing us. Yeah, yeah. You better get hold it. Hold on, General Sherman. Someone coming here. Maybe, maybe they'll save us. Listen to me, Lee. I'll be at the rear of the house. I'll keep you covered while those men are here. Betray me and you can guess what will happen. Oh, my sake's alive. Come on, Hexall. Here's the first stop and the door's wide open. I'm right with you, Barnaby. Get rid of those men as soon as you can. Remember my warning. Barnaby, they're soldiers. Southern ones. Yeah, I see they are. We can walk right in, being as the door is open. If your name is Lee, we hanker to make some talk. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm busy today. Yeah, I... And so are we busy. That's why we don't hanker to spend much time here. Lee, you owe the government some tax money. Oh, And I... here's papers signed by Mr. Bradley, which gives us the right to collect that same. Uh, there's the amount you owe. And here's my old persuader to see that you pay up. You you two are tax collectors? Southerners? Yes, so, Lee. And we fit as hard as any ten men again, the Yankees. Now, if we can summon the collecting of the taxes, by thunder, you can stand the paying of them. Yeah. Sure, sure. I'll pay him. Huh? Here's the cash right here. Yeah, we'll we, we pay the taxes, and doggone glad to do it. Well, fry me for a side of bacon. Hey, take the cash. Take it all. Pay up my taxes for the next few years in advance. Now, don't you try no skin games. I take the cash and welcome. Just give me a receipt first. I'll, I'll mark my X right here, showing I got the cash. Now, you fill in the amount yourself. My eyes ain't good. Hexall, pick up that cash. Sure enough. There. Uh, now I'm paid four years ahead. Uh, good luck to you, gents, and thanks for coming for that cash. I still don't savvy, but I sure can see the cash. I got the cash, Bolivar. Let's get going before Mr. Lee changes his mind. Come on. Must be he's heard of us. And my downright determined look showed him him. Was no use arguing. Well, there ain't nothing to steal. <laughs> Come on out, you stick up man. Reckon that's the time I fooled you. Instead of you getting my cash, I paid up my taxes. Where is he, Barnaby? He went back here. I, I thought he'd be shooting me most any second, seeing what I was about to do. I, hey, you. Where are you? There he goes. Look at him travel. An engine with him. Silver. He called that horse Silver, Martha. Great guns! Maybe I wasn't so smart after all! The masked man carried on with his plans. He raced away from Lee's ranch only to join Tonto and ride to the next place where Bolivar and Hacksaw would call. There they again posed as robbers. Don't make a move. Bring out your savings. I'll take the money you've been refusing to pay out in taxes for the last year. Yeah, but strangely... Bring it out. Someone coming here. Get rid of them as soon as you can. I'll be in the kitchen. Sure, I'll 
pay my taxes. There's the cash right there. Don't go to Bolivar. There's something wrong about this, but I'll be a six-legged calf if I can sell what it is. There's my tax money. Take it and welcome to it. Thanks for coming. Hacksaw. all. I've never seen the like of it. Come on. Bolivar and Hacksaw called to collect the overdue taxes, they found the ranchers surprisingly willing to pay. Men who had loudly claimed they'd never give the government its money turned over their cash to the two old soldiers without a word of protest. Bolivar and Hacksaw carried on for several days. We joined them as they make camp for the night. 950, 60, 70, 80. $980. Now, Dad, it ain't that something magnanimous? Hey, sure, something. Why, shucks, Bolivar. Folks are downright scared out in their wits of us. Must be the steely look I get in my eye. Mm, that ain't it, Hackshaw. It's the ring of determination in my voice that gets them. I never seen folks pay up like they've been doing. We better get this cash back to Mr. Bradley before it gets too heavy for General Sherman to tote. Bolivar, I've been having notions about that cash. What do you mean, Hackshaw? Wishing it was ours. Shucks, we ain't cut out to be outlaws. I know that, Bolivar, but all the same... Besides that, our horses ain't built for fast travel. Wonder if we'd have to be outlaws. We got paper money, ain't we? Eh? What's the matter with hiding the silver summers and taking the Confederate shin plasters to Mr. Bradley? Mmm. I wonder if it'd work. Tell him that's all the Las Palmas County folks had, so we had to take it. That's all. Maybe you've got a notion that it'd work. We had to take Confederate paper, didn't we? Sure we did. Why should we get stuck with it when we can pass it on and keep the silver for ourselves? By thunder, Hacksaw, we could do it. And we will. Bradley can't catch us because he won't never know. And none of the folks around here will be speaking to him. They wouldn't have reason to. They're too far away from his office. Besides that, they don't have no use for him because he's a Yankee. Hacksaw, we've been honest men all our lives. But right here and now is where we change. We get dishonest and do it so slick we won't never get catched. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. This is Confederate money. Yep, that's what is, Mr. Bradley. But the folks we got it from was Confederate folks. Worthless. Now, ain't that a doggone shame? I sort of thought you'd be having a kind word for a couple of old glutes that done the best they knowed how in fulfilling your orders. I suppose it's not your fault. Boss, we just risk our lives in defying the folks and making them pay up. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network, a group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.